Hello, I'm Michael Hasted, and you're listening to Arts Talk Radio, bringing you interviews and news relating to all aspects of the arts in Holland, which are either in English or where language is no problem. We cover Amsterdam, The Hague, Rotterdam and the surrounding areas. Arts Talk Radio Online. Interviews and features on the arts in English. This week we visit the small but excellent Tobacco Museum in Delft and listen to a track from Rotterdam-based Portuguese singer-songwriter Magda Mendes. But first, here's Zoe Baus, who's been finding out about some major art exhibitions which are on at the moment. I'm here speaking again with Wendy Fossen from Casa dell'Arte, um, art tours and, and art historian. And um, Wendy has just been telling me about a number of very exciting uh, exhibitions that uh, that you might want to visit in the in the coming month. Wendy, thank you for joining us again on Arts yes. Talk. Oh, thank you for being here. Now, Wendy, there is a lot coming up uh, in The Hague just in the next month or two, yep. also in time for the winter break. Tell us a little first about the big new exhibition starting at the, the Kunstmuseum. Yeah, that's um, an exhibition on Breitner, uh, uh, George Hendrik Breitner and Isaac Israels. Uh, and the whole exhibition is set up around a boxing match. Uh, it's uh, The subtitle is uh, um, Friendship and Rivalry. And um, this is actually for the first time that we're trying to figure out what their relationship actually was, because it was usually assumed that they were great friends, um, but they just um, um, shared the same group of friends, and of course they were contemporaries. Mm. But now, just because you were telling me earlier, they're both sort of considered to be part of the Amsterdam School, yeah. um, and they, that followed uh, the Hague School. Yeah. Uh, but what sort of style are we talking about here? Just give um, us some background. It's um, like the De Hague School. That was the first uh, generation of uh, painters who painted in this kind of impressionist style. They moved towards that impressionist style, um, but still landscapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the next generation uh, focuses more on the city life, um, like what the impressionist also did. You know the um, the um, going out and having a good time but also um, in especially the Amsterdam school here in, in the Netherlands uh, like Breitner and Israel, they focused on the working life as well like um, maids doing their shopping in uh, streets and walking around but also um, the, the fancy people with beautiful clothes, um, uh, top hats and uh, beautiful dresses and, and, and fur coats uh, and that's something that like the, the, the streets of Amsterdam, that's what they painted and that brought them to life yep yeah it's um it's it's curated by Frauke van Dijken who also curated the Monet exhibition and she did a wonderful job also the 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 whole um uh, point of view that she took focusing on this boxing match is very interesting um because as I said they were um supposed to be friends but they weren't really friends they shared this group of friends uh, but they were also rivals because um, um usually you would fancy the underdog which was Breitner in the beginning because uh, Isaac Israels was the son of Joseph Israels and he was like the main, um, the most important uh, Dutch painter at the time who had exhibited in the Salon. So uh, Isaac was born with um, the golden spoon in his mouth uh, and also had a 
an incredible talent. So he was a child prodigy. He entered into the art market uh, at the age of 16. He was an incredible draftsman. Uh, and then Brightness saw his work and he was flabbergasted by this young guy, seven years younger than he was. Um, and he thought, you know, I'm never going to be able to compete with him. But then um, 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 Isaac Israels was always the son of. So he tried to get away from his father and he saw what Breitner was doing this loose style of painting, uh, 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 choosing the um, the different themes, and he wanted to do that as well, but he couldn't. So the, the roles turned around, and then Breitner was the great, you know, successful guy, and um, um, Isaac Israel uh, got into this impasse. He, he just couldn't work anymore, so for about seven years or something, he didn't do anything, uh, just drawing, 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 drawing. And then at the end, because you asked me, is there a winner in this match? I did, um, I did. Uh, there isn't really, because they kind of, um, you know, got together yeah. and said, well, okay, and that was in 1903. So by that time, they were both successful already, and they didn't, didn't need the rivalry anymore. But it was the rivalry that actually, you know... Spurred them spurred on. Spurred them on, exactly, mm. exactly. Mm. So it's, it's the, as I said, it's beautifully curated. The idea is is great, because also in the their use of language is that, you know, they feel that they're punched in the face. So it's all that idea of very physical, very athletic references in their, uh, in their, um, um, uh, in the way they write about how they feel. Uh, so that's where she got the idea. So it's a very original idea. And then we also have, of course, this wonderful uh, fashion exhibition or fashion collection and um, the fashion department has also um, uh, decided to put in some um, exhibits uh, with dolls, mannequins yes, with beautiful you show me. Yeah, so people can get a better sense of, of the figures that yeah, they see in yeah, the paintings. Yeah, so what you see in the paintings, mm, you see mm. um, the mannequins dressed uh, the, the same way, so it's a, it's a nice way of looking at, um, it gives you like a, a, a kind of atmosphere, like uh, an idea. Absolutely. Now speaking of, of fashion and, um, and beautiful clothes, you were also at the um, the jewels exhibition at the Hermitage in, yeah, Amsterdam, in Amsterdam, which is also it's quite unusual. Um, but again, you showed me some of the the pictures of these these very very beautiful works of art, really. Yeah. But they're also curated in a in an interesting um, manner yes. using clothing. Tell us a little bit more yeah. about that one. Um, well, this exhibition is is already on for a long time, but it will run until the fifteenth of March, so you can still have time to go there. Uh, and it's beautifully curated because. What they've done is that they've created like this two rows of um, glass boxes, uh, huge glass boxes, where they have put the mannequins with the the dresses, the type of dresses that the ladies would wear, um, together with the jewelry, the shoes, the vans, um, and um, it gives you a good idea of what it looked like. And along the walls, you have um, paintings of not exactly the same jewelry and the same dress, but. It it gives you an idea, as we saw on my photos, that you know, wearing multiple bracelets was something which was highly fashionable, and you see that on the These portraits. Uh, and then you see the type, very similar bracelets, also in the um, the showcases. And um, they have stuff by Cartier, um, but also by René Lalique, uh, who was one of the most famous uh, Art Nouveau um, jewel um, jewel makers, um, and. Um, 
What is interesting is that you see that new materials like iron uh, was also something that could be turned into jewels whereas today you would never wear like an eye you would want to have like real uh, jewelry like gold or silver uh, but here you have also these new materials that were turned into jewels being used as well yeah. now this most of these jewels come from 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 russia yeah. is that correct uh, all from, from the russia, russian aristocracy from, yeah because the this there. is you know the, the the amsterdam hermitage is like the the the, the um, one of the uh, branches of the Hermitage in St. Petersburg mm. so it's all from uh, the collection from mm. uh, St. Petersburg um, and uh, it's all from the Russian nobility so from the court um, works uh, worn by Catherine the Great for instance but also other courtiers were um, there or their jewels were there and of course a lot of it has disappeared during the uh, the Russian Revolution but that what survived or what was returned over time, which is now in the collection of the Hermitage, that that was that is on display. There are some very and it's it's not that there is a guard next to every showcase. Mm. No, it's all very relaxed, but it has gorgeous pieces. Absolutely. So when you I like agree. the bling bling, go there. I'd be happy with <laughs> with any one of those pieces. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> All right, so Wendy, just um, then just to sort of finish off, we've got, as I mentioned at the beginning, we've got um, the winter break coming up, and there's a few smaller exhibitions that are very interesting. Do you want to just tell us briefly about them if if you want to visit yourself or maybe take the children yeah yeah well talking about children i think the exhibition in build and amzay that runs until the first of march uh shows work of nikki de Saint-Fal, and um she's an artist uh um who has uh, uh, her focus on you know the position between men and women and also um, uh, the female round forms and her nanas are incredibly colourful and joyful iconic, to look at. Iconic, exactly. And uh, it's something very interesting also for kids because of all the colours but the story behind the painter or the, the, the artist uh, is uh, is interesting for the adults as well because she has a really, she's had a really rough life. Um, so um, and the idea of the nanas was also inspired by her own personal experience so mm. that's a good one for both adults and, and children, children. Okay. Um, when you're into 17th century art and you like sea views and, and seascapes, uh, seascapes and, mm. and riverscapes then you should go to Bredius, Museum Bredius uh, there's a, an exhibition um, of the Inder Rieden collection which is a collection of a Dutch collector and he's living in London and he has focused his collection on all these river and, and, and seascapes and um, an interesting one is that there is a painting that used to be in the uh, downtown Abbey house so um, the, the the house that was um, uh, used for, for downtown, downtown Abbey. Abbey and I believe this collection has never left the UK is exactly it has never left the UK before and it's just amazing the idea that all these paintings just hang in this guy's house that he's mm. just surrounded so he feels like a bit um, uh, uh, he's, he's no longer at ease in his house because all these paintings are gone but that's an interesting one uh, to go to when you're into 17th century art and when you're into books I mm. also have finally um, the House of the Book Museum Mermano um, which shows the exhibi- exhibition Offensive Books uh, also until the 1st of March um, and it is all about books that 
in those days when they were written um, were perfectly fine. Uh, but now with the changing approach and our changing views, uh, we think that they're offensive. So um, that might be something interesting as For well. For the book lovers. For the book lovers. Well, exactly. I, I was at one of the exhibitions last year. Um, so, so this one looks interesting to me. Um, but yes, all, all of those sound very, very interesting, Wendy. Yep. There's plenty Thank to do here that. in The Hague as well as in Amsterdam, of course. Absolutely. Wendy Fossen from Casa del Arte, thank you so much for joining us on Arts Talk Radio today. You're welcome. Arts Talk magazine provides the perfect companion to Arts Talk Radio with reviews and previews in English of cultural events in Holland. Whatever your interest in the arts, our international team of writers will always provide something new and exciting to see online. That's Arts Talk magazine, all one word, dot NL. Arts Talk magazine, dot NL. I'm in Delft in a very little known and very hidden away in a back street museum. And it's a museum of tobacco, of all things. And I'm with the owner, Mr. Louis Bracco Gartner, and his wife. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. Reina Bracco Gartner. Okay. <laughs> and you've been here how long? Uh, the, the, the shop is from 1931, and uh, I have the, the, the shop for. Uh, 38 years, but that is 50 years ago. So be be before the museum, this building was a, a tobacconist? It's a tobacco, tobacco shop, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. You, so you already had half the things ready? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but how long have you been collecting? I think 30 years, uh, 40 years, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and do you also collect? Yeah, no, I, but I found many things for him. <laughs> do, you, do you still find things in, in, in flea markets and things? Uh, flea markets, uh, auctions... Uh, and with, with, with other people, uh, we can it's give called something sw swapping. Back. Swapping, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the, the wonderful thing about tobacco is, is that now it's 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 not very fashionable mm -hmm. because everybody's against it. But I mean, twenty, thirty years ago, everybody used to smoke, yes, it was normal, and it was yes. part of normal life. So therefore, yes. uh, tobacco is is a reflection of of society. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's like beer; everybody did it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, what's what's your oldest um, thing here? Mm -hmm. uh, my oldest pipes, uh, the clay pipes, from sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred. Yeah. Yes. Wow. And oh. I have twelve thousand of them. Huh? You've got twelve thousand <laughs> clay pipes. <laughs> yes. And you have to clean them every day. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I smoke every day. <laughs> but I mean, these clay pipes, as I understand it, when when they were sold, they were sold with tobacco in. Yes. And you smoked them and you threw them away. So they were disposable. Yeah, there yes. was no so tobacco in. No? You no, know, the tobacco was uh, uh, apart. I mean, but there were thousands of them, but they were because they were thrown away, most yeah. of them are broken. Yeah. Yes, they're broken, yes. Because a lot of these clay pipes have got very, very long stems. They're sort of 40, yes. 35, 40 yes. centimetres. Why, yes. why were they so long? Uh, the, the, um, the smoke and... Um, very hot. Very hot. And when it's longer, then ah, it's, so it's, it's cooling it's, down. It's, it's air, air yeah. cooled. Yeah, air cooled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got lots of other things. You've got lots of uh, tins, tobacco tins. Uh, you've got point of sale material from from tobacco shops. What What's your favourite thing here? Now, one favourite thing that is difficult, but my heart leaps to the crisper doors. This is the the. the the, 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 yeah, spitting pots. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Spitu spittoons, they're uh, yeah, yeah. No, no. You can You can only fight this so much and so different 
pot uh, only in, here in this museum. No, in, in, in the Netherlands or in Europe, you see you since never so, so many. I think it's the sort of thing you see in cowboy films, isn't it? Because in the old Western cowboys, yeah, 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 yeah. big, a big brass one on the floor. <laughs> so what else have we got here that's interesting? You've got lots of... Um, oh, the, something you showed me the other day, which was the, the little dog... Yeah. Well, let me, let, let's try and describe this. This is a little dog. It's a. It's about. About twenty, thirty centimeters high. And okay. Well, you, will you tell us the story of it? Let's <laughs> make uh, soldiers from England that that were dropped here and uh, they have to hide. And they were in uh, in the west here, but uh, gardeners, and they made it, uh, and they had nothing to do. So it is. It, I can see it's written on it. It's, it's made out player. of players' yeah, cigarette the, packets. The, the, the aeroplanes threw the packets of uh, cigarettes and all that stuff for us, but also for the soldiers that was were here and couldn't back to England. So they have to hide. let me try and describe it. It's a little dog, but it's made out of strips about two centimeters wide, sort of made together in a sort of lacework patchwork thing of a little. And it, you can still see it says "Players Medium" on mm -hmm. there. Yeah. So that's a really rare item, isn't it? That in paper that that it should survive for mm -hmm. so long. Yeah. The, 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 the only one is, is only this. One. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it again. They have made mills and houses, but only one dog. <laughs> so. And yet there's a, a cabinet here full of pipes of all sizes. Most of these have got faces on. And you were telling me that you could actually have your own face carved on a pipe. Yeah, that was in France, in, France. in Paris. When you were famous in Paris, uh, and, and then you got a pipe, and most people were not famous enough, and they showed in the tobacco shops, uh, is there still a pipe of my head? No, but I'm you, not famous enough. Now. And there's a wonderful one here with a with a the pipe is like a rolled umbrella with yeah. a with a top hat at the yeah. end. Yeah, and the the beer. And a, there's another one with, with <laughs> the pipe is an arm with a hand holding a beer mug. And there are lots of famous faces here. Is that Queen Victoria? This, this, uh, yeah, yes. This one Queen Victoria yes. with very strange starey yes. eyes. And, 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 and these are the French one. That's a sort of that's almost like a Toby jug. <laughs> it was incredible. I, I envy you your collection. I mean, I I think I would like to collect these things. But I think you have everything already. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing left to collect. So the museum is a small uh, small location, so. But you I, I have everything. Have have uh, 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 yeah. But are you still finding things? Do you still find things? Yeah, we, we won't. We will have... A, we're only looking for a, an umbrella where you can hide a pipe in it. But they are very expensive, so... And we didn't find anyone we, we liked, so... Well, I mean, this museum, I mean, you're not open all the time. It's by appointment no. only, isn't it? But but it's not a problem. You, you ring or uh, send an email, yes. OK, well, I think that will do for now. Thank you very much indeed. That was the fascinating, though slightly eccentric, tobacco museum in Delft. We spoke to Rotterdam-based Portuguese singer-songwriter Magda Mendes when she launched her new album Oliveira's last year. Her new tour is getting underway and here's a track from the album called Albino. Por onde andará o espreitado caminho Procuro sinais dos medos que ganhei Por onde andará será que vem sozinho Hoje de manhã eu vem Vais brincar com quem só não venhas tarde Que à noite ninguém te pode salvar Eu também provei desta liberdade 
estrada com o poço do vizinho Desce de sobreiro que eu já te alertei Olha a ribanceira para os lados do moinho Será que escutou quando ouve o Vai brincar, está bem, só não venha tarde Que à noite ninguém te pode salvar was Magda Mendes with a song called Albino, which is a track on her current album, which is called Oliveira's. Arts Talk Radio Online. So, that's all for this week, but please join us for the next edition of Arts Talk Radio. If you have any comments, we'd be pleased to hear from you, and if you click on the subscribe button, you'll be able to keep up to date with all the latest programmes. My name is Michael Hasted, and so for the moment, it's goodbye.